0: mot saw where Attention, duelists. Um, Kaiba doesn't stand a girl of a chance. I don't know. <laughs> not your not your finest hour. No. Uh, I'm Nora. I'm joined by Olivia. Hi, I'm Olivia. Uh, we watched Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Uh, as we as we frequently do over here, I would say for a, for a while. Uh, there's been a period where it's sort of the main thing that we do on this podcast. You might describe this as a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, then? Uh, look, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I've been I'm pitching just... it as a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast and plugs on other podcasts. Oh, uh, uh, well, now you've created like expectations that we have to live up to. I guess so. I guess I have done that. If you I want don't... to pivot to something else... I guess we can, but we are called attention duelists. <laughs> okay. Let's stop fucking around, okay? <laughs> we we watched we watched Yu-Gi-Oh!, original Yu-Gi-Oh! episode twenty five, Shining Friendship, Episode twenty-six, Champion vs. Creator part one, and episode twenty-seven, Champion vs. Creator, part two. That's right. In these episodes, well in the first episode, Yugi is uh, very depressed. Um, he's making, like, the the trauma face, and he's, like, non-responsive after losing to Kaiba. Um, and multiple people try to give him star chips uh, so he can get back at, you know, get his ten star chips up and get back to the castle, but he doesn't want to take them. So Mai and Teya end up dueling for my spare star chips, and, uh... (laughs) My, Mai's very fun in this episode, I think, because she just keeps going back and forth between, like, trying to be nice and being a huge bitch again. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, really mean to Taya, uh, but Taya manages to, like, put up a decent fight by basically buff it. you know, it's like a spell card battle, basically, where they're just kind of buffing the attack and defense and removing the attack and defense of their two monsters, And at the end of it, Mai could win, but she decides to throw the battle because Yugi is responding to it. Uh, You know, at the end of the episode, Yugi is inspired by Teya's example, takes the star chips that she won for him, and they all go in the castle. couple of things about that. Uh Uh-huh. Didn't Mai say she was going to go into the castle where all the food was because she had enough star chips, and that's why she left all of her camping gear with the team? She did say that. So However, she didn't do that and spend a day or two just dueling randos on the way. Ah, uh, how long has it been since we've seen my? It's been the last time we saw her was episode 14. It was back on the other side of Bandit Keith's. Yeah, stuff. it's uh, episode 15 was the last episode where Yugi fought Panic, got my starships back, and then she left. Um, so we had sixteen, which was the Yugi Joey du, or not Yugi Joey, Kaiba Joey duel. We had the Joey Bones duel. We had uh, the Paradox Brothers duel, and then we had this Yugi Kaiba duel. Now, I think I am, and I'm not exact on this, so I may be wrong. But I don't think they've slept since they saw Mai. So, I think it's entirely possible that they've just had a really busy day while Mai has been kind of leisurely walking towards the castle. She had a few duels with some chumps because that's how Mai rolls. And then they just happened to meet up and she had spare star chips. I guess that makes sense. Like, I I don't think... It's been multiple days. Um, well, regardless, yeah, um, but but it is kind of funny that she's like, "I'm going to the castle. See you chumps later." And then they happen to get all the starships they needed <laughs> before she even got to the castle. Um, Taya continues her streak of having a perfect record. I think this is her first duel. No, she beat Joey in that episode early, early on about teaching Joey that you can have cards that aren't monsters. Oh, that's a lesson Kaiba should have learned, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's true. I guess Taya is two and zero. Yeah, the thing about going two and zero is that it wasn't even close. (laughs) You gotta Uh believe me. We looked up her total match record, and I believe you said that she only has one more duel in the entire series. That's correct. So in this let's... or any series, <laughs> I don't think she's in any other Yu-Gi-Oh series. That is not correct. I don't think. I oh. think she makes an appearance later. Oh, huh. interesting. But yeah, uh, she she currently has the high. She's currently completely undefeated. That's that's true. Um, you can't you cannot mess with Taya Gardner. I think it would be interesting to like. I'm going to start trying to keep track of everybody's win loss percentages. I mean, nobody will <laughs> ever beat Taya in her currently perfect record. But I think Yugi Yugi's only lost one. I think Joey's lost twice. Um, do we count? Here's the question. Do we count uh, regular Yugi and big Yugi's records separately? Uh, How many times has regular Yugi dueled without big Yugi? Mm. I guess that's true. Uh, There's one very important duel in which he does not (laughs) wear little Yugi duels by himself. Uh, Are you talking about when he was the monster himself? Because No, I'm talking about the final duel of the whole series. Oh. Uh, and also the final duel of another series. <laughs> true. Very true. Um, Although he might be ambiguously big Yugi at that point. I don't know. I never I never I, got to the end of GX. I think he's little B big Yugi. Like, he's grown up small Yugi. Mm, okay. Like, he is big Yugi functionally. But what that is is just... That little Yugi has grown up, rather than become possessed by a hostile entity. He's not hostile, he's just murderous. I would like to uh, put forth the argument that murderous and hostile are not synonyms, but they're, like, linked. Okay, but, like, if you want to kill Kaiba... You must he, first create he, the universe. He is a dickhead, to be fair. yeah. I f- I feel okay. I still think it's really there's a flashback to when Big Yugi almost kills Kaiba, and I do think his English line is incredible because Dan Green just sounds like he doesn't give a fuck if Kaiba dies. <laughs> I've never backed down, Kaiba, and I'm not going to start now. Celtic Guardian. He's just he he's he's ready to kill Kaiba. Yeah, the, you so know the want- king has to make these decisions. So yeah, that's true. He Yami Yugi has definitely like personally executed people. Oh, for sure. Does he remember that he is a Pharaoh? No, I think this is pretty unclear at this point, right? I think later, once Shadi comes back, we will get confirmation on the status of the Pharaoh. Uh huh. But yeah. Anything else to say about taya's big day out? Uh, no, not really. Oh, wait. I want to call out that Mai correctly uses D spell as a regular magic card in this episode, when uh-huh. in the previous duel, Kaiba used it as an equip card. That's also true, yes. I, I, re- I really like when we get weird uses of spells next to normal uses of spells. Yeah. Or D spells, as D it were. Spells. Um, what if it was D spell, like just the letter D? Um, I think they literally might have a card called that. I know there's Master of D. And, and Lady of D. Lady of D, that's a good one. I'm a big fan of Lady of D. There's also a bunch of cards that are just like DD. Yeah, yeah. Like, My Valentine. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, moving on. (laughs) In Champion versus creator. Yes. In the champion versus creator two-parter, the gang gets inside the the castle um, after a bit of a weird goofery to get the three people who are not competing in the tournament, but are on this island anyway, into the castle. Uh, Just in time to see Kaiba's uh, promised duel with Pegasus. Um, Pegasus is a is a nasty little queen, and he <laughs> plays a bunch of mind games with Kaiba, uh, and just totally smokes his ass with, uh, with Toon cards. Yeah, Toontown, or Toon World. Yeah, the Pegasus goes Toontown on Kaiba's ass. This is about as far as I watched as a kid, I think, because I knew about Toons, obviously, yeah. but I don't think I ever watched past this little section of the, of the arc interesting i i when i was a kid i remember watching all the way to the digital world damn you were a digital champion no i never watched an episode of digimon actually when i heard about the digital world i was like oh yeah like that one Arcane Yu-Gi-Oh. then i think yeah. i just got like i think i might have just like aged up to the point where it's like i don't want to watch cartoons i want to watch anime like naruto do you still have fond feelings for that Naruto guy? No, <gasps> not not at all. Actually, damn. It's interesting because, like, I got into I definitely got into like because when I when I was watching Yu Gi Oh as a kid, I was in like grade school, right? And to me, they were just cartoons. Like, I had a sense that they were Japanese cartoons somewhere mm-hmm. in like the Provenals, but I. Like I didn't think of them as like separate from like when we would watch fucking like Cyber Chase, you know? Sure, yeah. Um, this is how I felt about Card Captors. Yeah, and so then, like around like sixth or seventh grade, I remember getting into Naruto, and I think though that was the that was the anime that I first experienced as like anime, you know, or something around there. Um, yeah. And so that's when I started watching, like, Toonami stuff. And then, in the. Then, like, sometime in high school, I learned how to torrent anime from 4chan, and then just got, like, into anime as a proper hobby in itself. But at some point, I stopped watching the kind of anime that they put on, like, American TV on Saturday morning. And I looked down on that. I remember. The first time I watched something specifically as anime, I think it was *Fruits Basket*. Hmm. Um, but then the second one was like the the one-two punch of uh, *Death Note* into Hetalia <laughs> into *Code Geass*. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, uh, I remember watching *Zatch Bell* on *Tsunami*. Did you ever watch Satch Bell? I saw commercials for it, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that's a weird puppet." <laughs> we like the weird puppet. <laughs> just—I—I weird... a... I thought he looked kind of like Edward Elric. He did kind of look like Edward Elric, is the thing. Oh, is it Elric, not Alric? I yeah, It's not Alric. It's—it's e. it's e. like—it's like my guy. It's the Elric brothers. Edward Elric of Melnibone. That is not where he's from. Yeah, he's the prince of the Dragon Isle bearer of the black sword. Okay, so Yu-Gi-Oh. Stealer of souls. So Yu-Gi-Oh. The white wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so Pegasus beats Kaiba and steals his soul, and then you find out that he's using the soulless bodies of Kaiba and Mokuba as servants? That's wild. Yeah. Um, and then Yugi's like, damn, now I gotta beat Pegasus for my grandpa, for Mokuba, and for Kaiba. That's fucked up. Um, so many things. Yeah. Uh, Pegasus is fucking delightful in these episodes. He's such a good villain. What a little shithead. I have two pages open on the Yu-Gi-Oh! Wiki. And I think this is a good opportunity to look at the first one. Mm -hmm. Which is uh, Maximilian Pegasus. Now, we've mentioned already that his favorite food is wine and gorgonzola. Oh. Uh-huh. His least we've favorite. Also, we, we've also mentioned that he's like 23. He's 24. He's 24 <laughs> years old. He's younger than Bandit Keith. <laughs> Bandit Keith is 26. Man. Also, uh, Pegasus' birthday is October 8th, so it's coming up. He's a Libra. Uh, least favorite food: cuttlefish and squid. Okay, yeah. Um, occupation? Is one of, hmm? I was going to say the cuttlefish is one of the smartest marine animals. Damn, is that why they cuddle? It's it's cuddle, you know. Well, you're reading it. You know how cuttlefish <laughs> is spelled. Occupation: President of Industrial Illusions and inventor of Dual Monsters. Previous occupation. Artist. Oh that's true. Um, um, yeah. Do you think he did the art for duel monsters himself? I think he must have done the tunes himself. No, he didn't because he's basing the tunes off of the actual cartoon that he liked as a kid. No, I mean like the physical drawing of the art. Do you think he did that himself? Do you think that's his design for the Blue Eyes Tune Dragon? Maybe. This is, uh... Okay, so Pegasus... uh, Pegasus has toon monsters. Which are a whole thing in the card game. I don't remember exactly how they work in the actual card game. But in, uh... Yugi... In, like, in the show, they're basically just unkillable. They're, like, unkillable cartoon versions of other... Of other cards. Um... Pegasus, at one point, uses the Millennium Eye to steal Kaiba, or, like, to to use a card in order to steal one of Kaiba's blue eyes, and then uses the Toon World card to turn it into a Toon. So the things about the unique qualities that Toon monsters have. As long as Toon World is on the field, they can hide from, like, attacks and can't be, like, targeted while Toon World is out. Toon World can also give them, like, stats and power-ups, and they also just seemingly can't be killed at all. Because Kaiba tries to shoot the Blue-Eyes Toon Dragon with a regular Blue-Eyes attack, and it just does, like, a Looney Tunes, like, whoop, to get past it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just cartoons. Yeah. Pegasus has a long speech about he speci- how he specifically based... The Toon Monsters, which were created by Industrial Illusions, but never put into the game because they were too powerful. (laughs) Pegasus just kept them and is using them in his own tournament. Uh, I love that you mentioned this. Pegasus is cheating by, like, two different methods in this duel. (laughs) Where, number one, he's using the Millennium Item to read Kaiba's mind, and then he's also just using, like, banned cards that nobody else can use. (laughs) I don't know if they're even banned right they like they didn't even make it into the game proper Yeah, this he's like... using he's using unreleased cards because they're too strong he's using <laughs> unearthed arcana <laughs> it's like what if you played like what if you played street fighter with one of the street fighter devs and then the street fighter dev booted up the game was like okay I'm gonna use super Ryu like we made a version of <laughs> Ryu that was just too brawlic and killed everyone and we didn't put it in the game but I'm gonna use it That's what Pegasus Uh, is up to, and he's such a dramatic bitch about it. I don't know how I'm supposed to fight against actual Raul Julia. (laughs) I'm I'm absolutely obsessed with this one part where Kaiba, like, launches an attack, and Pegasus goes like, Oh no, my monster! No! Just, like, hamming it up and being the most, like, annoying gay guy. Three turns this happens. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Also, these cartoons, these toon cards are based on the cartoon Funny Bunny. Oh yeah, that's the name of Pegasus' favorite cartoon. Yes, known as Funny Rabbit in the manga and Japanese version. Mm -hmm. It aired every Saturday morning. According to Pegasus, there were 3,013 episodes at least of this cartoon, in which at least... Yeah, hold on. I mean, mean, Mm -hmm. actually, keep talking. I'm gonna just do some math... Uh there were 3013 episodes in which at least 26,000 bullets were shot at Funny Bunny by his nemesis Ruff Ruff McDog the police officer. Okay so assuming assuming that the Funny Bunny cartoons came out weekly at a mm-hmm. pace of one a year the <laughs> that that cartoon ran for 58 years straight. <laughs> Fifty-eight years of... I mean, I guess that tracks, right? How many episodes of Looney Tunes are there? I I don't know. I I assume it's not three thousand. How many episodes of Looney Tunes are there? Google says a thousand and two. Okay. Between the thirties and the sixties. Okay, so Funny Bunny ran for three times as long as Looney Tunes ran. And... Looney Tunes is like an ensemble show. Funny Bunny seems to just be like Roadrunner. Yes, that's correct. 3,000 episodes of Roadrunner and Pegasus (laughs) has watched them all. The man is not mentally well. This is why he eats nothing but cheese and wine when he's watching his cartoons. (laughs) I I don't think Yu-Gi-Oh! will ever have a better villain than Pegasus. Absolutely not. What a clown, man. A clown man? He's a clown. A dark clown? No. Soggy I'm... the Dark Clown? Uh, yeah, Nora's favorite guy, Soggy the Dark Clown, shows up <laughs> once again. They say Soggy the Dark Clown. God, they sure do. Soggy the Dark Clown loses Kaiba the match. That's so true. But he had no other card to play. He was, That was his last card. Everything yeah, I... else got discarded. Pegasus infected his whole deck with the crush card virus. hmm. Which is exactly what he did to Yugi. Oh, crazy. Oh, speaking of Yugi, uh-huh. I, I want to call out the moment where Pegasus reveals to Kaiba that everyone's watching the duel, and then Kaiba, like, looks up at the balcony where Yugi's there, and Yugi, who last saw Kaiba mm-hmm. <laughs> while Kaiba was threatening to kill himself, just goes, Hey there, Kaiba! <laughs> with his head barely peeking over the handrail <laughs> he's so fucking short <laughs> hey there Kaiba <laughs> hey there Kaiba um, uh, can you, I can hmm? there, there's also a Yugi also has a short monologue about how we have to root for Kaiba now because his motives are are pure Um, which I think is a very funny like kid show touch Yes. I think there's specifically like an American kid show dimension of like, we, oh, we've got to justify why you'd want to root for the villain now. but the, And there's no sense of like, yeah, Kaiba's a, a dick, but Pegasus is like worse of a dick. We have to kind of justify it and lay the whole thing out for everybody about how he has good motives now. Yeah. This is a part of the rehabilitation of Kaiba's image. Yugi has multiple lines where he's like, Kaiba's fighting to save his brother just like i'm fighting to save my grandpa so really we're the same wow wow uh i got a couple other things to share with you from the wiki okay uh some differences in the our final episode here 27 between the dub and the original uh in the dub they removed May's cleavage. <laughs> Damn she only got one boob now <laughs> One big flat wide one <laughs> uh, The title Toon World is removed from the Toon World book mm. That holds the the Toon World in it Did you uh, Speaking of that Speaking of changes to cards um, A friend of the show Kirie Told me something really interesting the other day About why the Yu-Gi-Oh cards look the way they do in the show mm-hmm. Did you? Did you know about this? No, so you keep, so like in the show, right? um the cards don't have card text on them. Uh, right, they just have the symbols, yeah, they just have like the art and then maybe the stats, but characters will read effects off of the cards, even though the cards don't have text. Apparently, that is an English version change to um make the the, the cards that they're playing with um legally distinct from the cards that you can go buy because there is like an American broadcast TV law about like the amount of time that characters in a children's show are allowed to use products that you can go and buy. Oh. Yeah, so the idea is like if the te- if the cards had text on them, they would just be the cards you can buy and then the and then one might say that the, the anime of Yu-Gi-Oh! is an extended commercial for the Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. That doesn't sound right. But if they change the text, then it, then it all work. You're not gonna get that card. Yeah, you can't go buy that card. Yeah. You can only go buy Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, which are like the cards that the characters play with in Yu-Gi-Oh! But not exactly. I get the... Um, I get why the law exists, you know? like Yeah, yeah. Imagine, like, 80s toy commercials, but... Or, like, those 80s cartoons that were basically just toy commercials, but if they were literally just toy commercials for 30 minutes? Oh. Nightmare. I mean, who knows? Maybe then they wouldn't have made, like, G.I. Joe movies in the 2010s if they hadn't been making those cartoons. (laughs) Maybe people would have gotten fed up with that, and we wouldn't have so many 80s throwbacks. Eh... (laughs) <laughs> i don't know i don't know how much of the 80s throw as, in terms of percentage i don't know how much of the 80s throwbacks is like actual nostalgia for the period versus just like the guys in charge yeah. <laughs> remember when they made a bunch of money off of this <laughs> um a, a minor error in uh, episode 26 in the dub, when Kaiba summons Soggy the Dark Clown, its attack and defense are shown as 900-1600 instead of 600-1500. Hmm. Interesting. hmm I guess uh, that, you know, I guess it makes sense that, like, at, at some point, someone's gonna write the wrong stats for a card. <laughs> Especially when the stats change, d- d- depending on, like, other cards. Yeah. One of Pegasus's moves is that Kaiba tries to use the same move he used on Yugi, infecting Soggy the Dark Clown with the Crush Card. But because Pegasus knows this is happening, he plays a card to double Soggy's attack points, so it can no longer host the virus. They're literally yeah. just making up shit about Crush Card. I think uh- I think the actual Crush Card might do the opposite. Let me just let me just get Crush Card real fast. While you're doing that, I will just point out that my um, owed Yugi eight star chips in in the episode twenty five, but she only gave six. That's in character. <laughs> That's in character. I never give more than seventy five percent. Okay, so crush card virus, the actual Yu Gi Oh card. The text of it says, tribute one dark monster with a thousand or less attack. Your opponent takes no damage until the end of the next turn after this card resolves. Also, you look at your opponent's hand and all monsters they control, and if you do, destroy the monsters among them with 1500 or more attack. Then your opponent can destroy up to three monsters with 1500 or more attack in their deck. So it kind of does what it does in the show, but it most it has a limited effect on the actual deck. It will not wipe out your whole deck. I think it's interesting that your opponent can choose to destroy monsters in their own deck because to a degree like removing cards from your deck is a benefit for you, you know? Yeah, especially if you have a, car- a deck based on graveyard stuff. Yeah. So, I think it's interesting that your opponent can choose to do that or not. Um, and it seems like, based on the wording of the card, they get to choose which, up to three monsters, they get to choose exactly how many monsters they can destroy, and, like, which ones they destroy. Which I think is interesting. Yeah. Um, would you like a Taya Gardener fun fact? Sure. Uh, favorite food? Ramen. I feel like I knew this about Taya Gardener. Least favorite food: grated yam. Okay, that doesn't sound good. So I'm that with doesn't her. sound that sounds like an ingredient, not a food. I'm with her on this. Uh, previous occupation: fast food waitress, part time. Previous organization: Burger Palooza. Shouts out! Shouts out! Shouts out! Um, I think that might be. Uh, blood type O, if you were wondering. Okay. Thanks. Her birthday's coming up on August 18th. Shout out. Maybe she'll be old enough to... Maybe she'll finally be old enough to go to New York and learn about dancing. <laughs> I love that, like, in the Japanese... Because this came up in Yu-Gi-Oh! Season Zero. In Season Zero, the Japanese version, this was, like, a general wish she had to go to America... But in the, in this version, there's like, they have to change this to vaguely imply that they're in America, but say that they're not in New York specifically. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know where. Domino? Is that the city? I think it's called Domino City. Domino City. I think it also, I think it might just be. There's at least some Yu-Gi-Oh! media where it's just called Tokyo. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm pretty sure in one of the Season Zero episodes, it was just referred to as Tokyo. That might be true. I think that might be true. But also, so many of those episodes were so mid that I have a hard time reaching for a yeah. lot of it. Anyway, um, what were you saying? I was, uh, Do you know why they call it Domino City? Because it's game themed? Yeah, that's what I was going to say It's because it's a game thing uh, I didn't we, like have a joke here Yeah Do we have any things we would like to say About these three episodes in, in wrap up? Um. Wow. Is this the set that you said was particularly gay Or was that last time? No, that was last time okay. I mean, Pegasus is in it And he's being, like, the most annoying gay man you know, but he's not really being gay at anyone, necessarily. Uh, there was Croquet. He did ask Croquet if Croquet wanted to have a drink with him. And Croquet showed up sounding like Satan in the next scene. His voice is very fucked up. I think their relationship gets even funnier when you think about how Croquet is probably like in his 40s. Pegasus is probably like half his age. Like they're not two old guys. Pegasus is 24 years old. It's just crazy to me that I'm like so much older than Maximilian Pegasus. Yeah, that's freakish. Autumn just heard me say that and, like, looked up from their manga. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Babe, he's 24. What? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Do we have any emails? Not this week, no. Yeah, we kind of recorded quick after this one. We got to get better about, uh, you know, putting out calls for emails, keeping the people updated. Yeah, because then we could tease with, like, oh, it's this duel. Yeah. All right. Uh, Speaking of teasing, next episodes, Mm -hmm. fun fact, our next episode of the podcast. We're uh, going to be watching episode 28, uh, the night before, um, covering, I think it's basically like a one-off filler episode where fucking Tristan... (laughs) and <laughs> Taya and Vakura just, like, hang out in the castle right. and see some spooky stuff. It's the Lower Decks episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> and then we're also going to be watching episode 29 and tw- and 30, Dual Identity Parts 1 and 2, which is... I think it's, uh, it's... Mai versus yu gi Yes, that's correct. Interesting. In my head, I thought Joey dueled Mai. Uh but I may just be completely misremembering this season. That happened earlier. Mm-hmm. Um I don't quite remember all of the matchups for the fight. Oh no, I think I can, I think I can tell y- you right now. I just remembered them. <laughs> <laughs> I think Yugi duels Mai, uh and then Bandit Keith duels Joey, and then the winners yep. of those two duels, whoever they may be, <laughs> will whoever duel each they other. may be will face off in this two-parter best of friends, best of duelists. Shh. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Listen, maybe my and Bandit Keith have like a whole relationship going on we don't know anything yeah. about. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I I just look at my Valentine. Yeah, my Valentine doesn't hang out with men. No. I, I can't imagine her forging a deep connection with a man. Capacity. No, I can't imagine her forming a deep connection with, like, a person, frankly.
1: I could so- imagine,
0: like, an old woman. That's true. Do you think Mai that's- has, like, an auntie that she's really tight with? Oh, yeah, I think that that's, like, the the older relative who taught her about perfume and stuff. Oh, like a classy older woman. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we are giving think, the, like, we continue to give My Valentine so much more of a character than she actually <laughs> has in this show. I think this is like our fifth or sixth My Valentine headcanon. <laughs> My uh grandma had a bunch of portraits of her and her daughters just like fully like I don't know how to describe it, but they were like dressed up and like had the makeup and jewelry and stuff but it was all it was like black and white photos hmm. and it was like evoking the time when my grandmother was young rather than like the time the like when 80s the kids or 90s young. when it was taken interesting uh and it was like very like sexy looking so uh, like what if we dressed our children up in like aughts fashion <laughs> <laughs> But like odd's formal wear. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> uh. Anyway, we're gonna be watching. We're gonna be watching episodes twenty-eight, twenty-nine, and thirty. That's uh, right. And Nora, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find stuff I've done at NoraBlakeOnline. You can uh, find my podcast at ExportOdd.io. Uh, thanks to Autumn for fixing a lot of our redirects, and for Boo Cannon for uh, giving us a little makeover on the podcast art. Yeah, I like the new podcast art. I do, too. Um, not this podcast. This podcast art I made, and it's staying the way it is. But It's perfect the way it is. It is kind of perfect the way it is. We might <laughs> want to choose new card sonas uh, at some Maybe. point, but... Because, like, maybe maybe during, like, Battle City we could we could choose new card sonas and get a new frame. We could choose, like, I a was... different picture of Chemo <laughs> <laughs> from Battle City. I was just uh, made aware of Toon Dark Magician Girl, who's adorable. Oh, I don't know if I know Toon Dark Magician She doesn't look that different from Dark Magician Girl, but she is... Oh, she is cute, uh, though. She's very cute. Look at her! She's just a little guy. Do you want to see a picture of her hitting somebody in the head with her staff? Sure. Well, here you go. It's show in the attention duelist. Show uh, me some violence zone. here. Bonk. <laughs> Bonk. Good, good for her. Good for her. All right then. Uh, at some point, you were supposed to ask me where people can find me on the internet. Hey, Olivia. Uh huh. Where can people find you online? Uh, You can find me on the internet. Uh, You can find me on Twitter uh, at Great Greed, which is a type of bird. Uh, This is the only podcast that I do regularly right now, but I did guest on Novel Not New on the Abnormal Mapping Network uh, talking about AI the Somnium Files the Nirvana Initiative, a game which unfortunately blew low chunks. Oh no! uh, We didn't like it. And if you want to hear extensively about why we didn't like it, the podcast is up there. Uh, You can also find the science fiction mecca uh, underwater web serial that I help edit at unjustdepths.com. I have a question. A follow-up question. Okay. Um, Is there any way I can learn about Pyrrha? What? Or Mithra? Oh, Pyra. Pyra. I've only seen it written. Um, I guess you could go to um, you could go to the Abnormal Mapping Patreon and subscribe to their ten dollar tier. And if for some ungodly reason you really want to <laughs> learn about the Xenoblade games, you could listen to the latest Voip Life episode where there's some girl named Nora in the first segment, and she's like doing a quiz with Jackson about presidents. No, it's fictional it's presidents I didn't listen to not, that not the real US presidents but fictional presidents how would you know I don't think there has ever been a dragon elected president uh, um, that's the first segment and then the second segment I'm talking to Em about uh, just, I'm basically just info dumping the Xenoblade lore we also talk about Xenogears and Xenosaga uh, everyone seems Cosmos. to like that for some reason um, so maybe you'll yeah. like it too is very popular. Yeah, that's about everything I got. Awesome. Well, we will be back next time, as we said, with those next three episodes of Yu Gi Oh, as we uh, have entered the semifinals or the finals. Uh no, semifinals. these are the semi. No, wait. These are the semi. I don't know how tournaments work. I think maybe these are the quarterfinals, and then. Then the semifinals and then the finals are to, to Pegasus. It's it's weird because Pegasus is not dueling in these finals. He's just gonna fight the the winner of the tournament. So yes. we might Maybe actually like yeah we might actually be like semifinals to finals and then the Pegasus won't, duel is not actually like part of the tournament properly. That's part of the prize of the tournament is that you get to duel Pegasus. I guess it's kind of like Pokemon League rules <laughs> Alright, anyway Bye everybody, bye bye Disappear Out of here It was time to pay my dues Never guessed That you'd be dressed In my clothes and in my shoes you were so dumb You had it all under control Now enough Gonna take back what you stole Get it up! Now I'm back! For our plan to succeed, Kaiba must be taken out of the picture... permanently. You'll never take me alive! Seto Kaiba will bother us no more! <laughs> I'm not gonna give up Kaiba Corporation without a real fight! It's takeover time by me. I attack with the blue-eyes white dragon. Thought you were so